This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Ivan's got a stubby fingers right now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it was on loop tracks. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk to my auto engineer there. Coming from the 606 Media Studios, this is the TCSF Podcast with Big Z. This week featuring Stevie B from the No Water on the Weekend and Ivan from the Tape Never Lies Network. This is episode 166 brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingcompany.com and uh, get your, sorry, don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. And if it's your first time or you're a long timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button. Smash. That's right. Hit that notify button and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. Five stars. Nothing less, baby. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can find us on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans, 606 Media Group, and Big Z underscore 606 Media Group. Don't forget, you you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm backslash True Chicago Sports Fans. Go over there and click on the support link, and then you can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month. That's it? That's it. That's it. It's cheaper than your uh, morning coffee or any kind of vice that you may have, gentlemen. Uh, so it's a live episode once again, and it is a jam-packed episode, jam-packed house. The Bears finally win at home since week three of 2022. Chicago loves their backup quarterback, and we'll talk all about that. There's plenty of love for uh, Agent Bajent. Connor Bedard scores his first NHL goal at the UIC. The Bulls wrap up the preseason, one and four. But will the big three make it throughout the season? All that and much, much more. But... uh it's time to talk football. There's nothing else in Chicago and I really it is time to Chicago talk football. So let's talk Bears football. This is three and out. All right, guys, I got a surprise for you and everyone that is listening and watching. We have a special guest, the man with the most famous bear cave pun intended josh havens welcome to the show brother hey how you guys doing how's it going man okay. Very good, josh. There, it is. there he is there he is josh that fan cave is incredible it is oh, incredible yeah there it is look at that you already got fans watching you already look at this <laughs> bring it in people yeah. um do you want to we want to talk about the the fan cave first or we want to talk bears football guys what do we want to do I think we should talk about Bears football. I mean, the Bears won, right? Okay. I know. All right. I'm not All crying. Right. All right. So um, <laughs> if you're not familiar with this, Josh, we do first, second, third down, and then we punt it out. So we get four main points, and uh, there's going to be a lot of discussion, a lot, lot of arguments. But let's start with first down. Lots of complimentary football, all aspects of the game. Quarterback play was great for a backup. The defense showed up, did what it's supposed to do with a new defensive coordinator slash uh, – I guess head coach. I mean, we want to call him that. And uh, special team showed up, did with their, their job. You know, we had one field goal. And uh, it was an all-around great game. So 
uh, let's start off with our guest, Josh. What was your impression of this week's game? Uh, like just what you said, complimentary football. Um, I think it's probably one of the most well-rounded games I've seen in a while where uh, it kind of felt like uh, we had it under control from the get-go. Mm-hmm. A lot of games, like the Minnesota game, you could see basically first snap that we were probably in trouble that game. Oh, yeah. this, game this game felt the opposite. It actually felt like we were in control from the get-go and uh, just had that different vibe, I guess. Ivan. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's it was it was something different. You know, I mean, it was something different. You had the running game going. You had the defense working. I think the defense in the past three weeks quietly has stepped up their game. Um, finally coming through with the turnovers, had a pick six, which we haven't seen in, what, years? It was, has it been that long? I mean, I don't remember if they had one last year, but the defense, you know, wasn't great. So looking at it moving forward, if they can continue to take – these small steps, I think the Bears defense is right on track to becoming. I'll, I'll say this: I'll, I'll take a big step and say if they can continue like this trajectory, they could finish in the middle of the pack. I'd feel like, and I think that's a huge step at, from where they were last year. So just continue to play good football, find the you know, uh, continue to generate turnovers, and good things will happen for the Bears defense. The running game, I think, was the most important because it helped Tyson Bajan out a lot. Um, you saw how well Deonta Foreman was running. I think that if continue to, and it doesn't matter which running back is in there, because I think all the running backs that we have in, the, in that bullpen there are pretty good, and they can do mm-hmm. that. So yep. whoever's there, go ahead and utilize them. And whether you know whether it's Justin Fields or not, like for instance, let's say it was Justin Fields, take away these these uh, uh, these uh, design runs. Justin Fields, he's if he's going to run because the play is broken, fine. But if you're going to go ahead and run him continuously, this these things are going to happen. It finally happened this year with the injury. So I think if you're going to go ahead and pay these guys to play running back for you, use them instead of using your quarterback who's supposed to, you know, and I get he's a great athlete, but you're trying to develop him as a passer, are we not? And if that's not the case, then what are we doing? Tyson Bajan, I can't say much. Like, he was fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. Um, lightning quick with the release, and he mm-hmm. seemed like he belonged, man. And he seemed like he belonged pretty much throughout the preseason. I saw, I, I was real frustrated last week because I saw the bad, and obviously, maybe it was just rookie jitters. But to be honest with you, there's nothing bad I could say about Tyson Bajan this week. And moving forward, if you know he will be the starter going into this week, I think you're going to see a lot of good things, Ivan. I'm, I am Ivan. I'm yeah, Steven, Steven, sorry. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, no, I I feel good with my pick because I've been saying Tyson's been a stud since I was watching preseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always right with my picks on this show. Oh, we boy. keep count. Um, not to toot my own horn in front of Josh, but, uh, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I just like, thought the passing, the boot, the screens, <laughs> the passing, <laughs> the boot, the screens, everything looked good. It looked easy. One, two seconds. He, the ball was out of the kid's hand. Um, looking like a stud, uh, you know, the running game, three touchdowns, right? That's what he got. Uh, two and, rushing, one, one. Right. And that guy, I was like saying the whole game, his legs were unstoppable. Like he was just pounding through, pulsating through the actual defense. So, uh, yeah, I, I was just great. And the defense is, again, what Ivan was saying for 45 minutes already on the show. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, but no, I, I haven't had his spot on. Like he got the picks, then the points across. Like, yeah, defense was great. Josh, what was the atmosphere at the beginning of the game when, you know, the, the chatter of, hey, Tyson uh, ba- uh, Badgett is starting? And what, what was the feeling at, at the cave when the game started? Uh, I'd say mixed mix. We got a lot of our, uh, a few field haters here. And then we got some guys that were excited about seeing Bajent. Um, so I guess it was probably about mixture of, you know, 50 50. You know, like you said before, the, the most intriguing thing in Chicago is always the backup quarterback. Yep. And because I think we've been quarterback starred for all these years. When uh, one guy fails just a little bit, we want to see what the backup does. And I think that's what the feeling was at the cave this weekend. So. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ivan. How many how many games do you attend usually? I mean, you have you have the the cave, which is spectacular, by the way. But how many games do you usually attend uh, per year? It's uh, it just depends. So the year before last, I went to one. Last year, I actually made my first trip to Green Bay, and then I went to uh, two games at Soldier Field, and then no, I'm sorry, uh, Soldier Field. Then we went to Detroit for New Year's Day, okay. and then uh, this year I was gonna go to the Raiders game. Um, I was a little irritated with the team and didn't know if I wanted to go and spend the money. So, and this is the first year we're doing a food drive for our local pantry. So, um, guys bring food to um, donate and then we're going to donate it. So, figured if I'm here more this year, then we can get that done probably better. So, okay. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. The atmosphere at the stadium was by far uh, exciting. Were you there? Uh, yeah, dude. Oh. I okay. told you last last episode. You said you went to the Viking games too, and you're like, "Oh, my mom well, said well, yeah. all that, and it, and it didn't rain." It was a beautiful day, so, so I just Josh, to play out two again. weeks in a row. Uh, there was like, yeah, last week, opportunity and stuff like that, and then yeah. So I heard, I heard the last I heard the last episode, and I heard you were debating going because of the the weather. So yeah, no, it was it was fine. It was it, I I love the cold, but it's just like you know. It's not a big deal, but also it's a hassle of getting over there, which is also yeah. a pain. Um, parking, I think one of them was like $95, and I'm like, mm, no thanks. So yeah. uh, it's a it was I would have dropped you off for 50 <laughs> Yeah, and what, what, what happened to you this weekend? Someone um, didn't feel that well. Yeah, I had food poisoning Friday, so I, I mean, I was okay by Sunday. I was able to drive. I don't know. Well, if you're stuck in put, traffic and you got to use the restroom, <laughs> you know, there's no pulling over if you're getting anywhere close to leaving yeah. Southern Field. So. Yeah, bye-bye socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both pairs and maybe even a couple of shoes, uh, uh, depending on where we live and how far traffic is. Um, but yeah, no, atmosphere, great. It was like all exciting and everyone was having a good time. And that's very rare. I mean, you're going 383 days without a Bears win in Soldier Field, I believe. Yeah, 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 that's exactly so, what it was since 2022. So that's insane for a fan base that's so starved for a winning Bears team. Like this, this fan base just supports this team year after year, and it's just you, you keep just kicking us in the nuts, and we're just coming back. Or it just feels like you're getting rejected. Like you finally got the prettiest girl at the party, and you, you know, you got to take her on a date. That's how it felt uh, by with this win, right? Speaking Going from three- parents over there, huh? Uh, you know, a little bit, you know, it, it's all about timing, Jose, you know, it's um, not, yeah, I don't know. You're lurking in the shadows in the bushes over there, man. With binoculars, <laughs> if we're going to go that far. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's go over some, uh, some uh, stats over here for still with first down Tyson Benji with uh, 21 out of 29 for 162, one touchdown. We said that he, he played his nuts off over there. He gave what he 
gave us what the defense he produced what the defense gave him you know he was an open man if he not he rolled out he threw the ball away he ran for i think 24 yards yeah three rushes for 24 yards you know he he did what a quarterback is supposed to do get the, rid of the ball let the running back do his job and find what the defense gives you and and just execute that you don't have to be brett Favre. you don't have to force the ball so we knew we we saw that that this is what he was going to give us what surprised us like ivan said was the running game like we should be using that every single game to protect uh fields and that's just not happening why isn't that happening guys i think the offensive line uh just the continuity hasn't been there um i don't think we've had the starting line that actually went into training camp uh, together once this year so it's the in and out with nate davis uh cody whitehair moving all over now you got tevin jenkins moving over to the other side of the uh, guard so it just hasn't been the continuity to me of uh just getting the running game down so that's that's my take on it at least uh, uh yeah i mean <laughs> i i think it was i going off what josh said it is a running game and then but also i'm gonna I'm say it tyson getting the ball out moving and even if he didn't see a play and also he would like run out and he got a first down off i think he was like three and seven i think he or one of the places that he actually ran out of bounds but he got the first down and then also you know like how he is right and then he was doing that right the hand yeah. gesture like getting the drop that. that was awesome and then the fact that when he throws a ball you could see him not even looking at the wide receiver but it's like just going like if you're an actual professional quarterback in the league uh right right so i think that shows four years of college even though it's d2 apparently that's a big deal um in some people's eyes not saying you guys but i'm just saying what i've been hearing the last all day today um but other than that that's that's pretty much my take on that no i mean he did exactly what he was supposed to do and he <coughs> experienced even though it was at shepherd um his experience he, he had way more there's like about a thousand more I, I i'm not sure the number it's, it's almost it's close to a thousand more uh like reps at quarterbacks at completions and uh and and and, and uh, attempts so it's like you know you got to take into account that experience at that level he played at the highest level he possibly could in in d2 you know what i'm saying like you have a type of swagger you, you have to have a type of swagger to you to be you know and and i and i get people think that it's it's a lesser type of football you, you could only play who you, you know who you play you know what i'm saying if, you, if you're going to that school you could only play who you play and you could only be the best player you could be so if you're able to go ahead and be you know head and shoulders above the rest at a d2 school you know scouts are going to end up finding you and like they've done it time and time again and you know, we, we talk about Tyson Bajan, but there's been so many more guys. Like, there's other people that talk about a Brock Purdy, even though he went to a bigger uh, a bigger school in Iowa State. But, like, if you're able to play, they're going to fucking find you. And he's just able to do the job, man. Like, right now, he seems like I'll, – I'll just say he seems like the perfect backup. I don't know what's going to he, – what he's going to develop into, but I'm happy to see that he's competent enough – coming from division two to learn an NFL offense, to beat out, uh, you know, he beat out, uh, uh, PJ Williams. Nathan, yeah. Yeah. Peterman. Uh, uh, no, uh, and, and Nathan Peterman, mm -hmm. but you know, he was, he, he's just been consistent the entire time he's been with the team. And that's something that like you have to take into account 
going forward? Like this guy, this kid has something about him that you really like. Uh, so big question here is how upset were you with DJ Moore dropping that pass in the end zone? Pretty pissed. I thought, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I needed those fantasy that points. Time. That's what I needed. Yeah, right. Right. That, I mean, that's for what I needed. Everybody yeah, needed fantasy healthy. points, but I was right. pretty pissed because I thought it was a, I thought it was an easy, you know, catch. I easy. It was a perfect ball. It should have been an easy catch. Yeah. I just, I don't know. He made it look very hard, you know, difficult. At you know, at that moment, I, I just as good as he is, it didn't look good. Josh, you didn't jump in the pool after that, did you? No, no, no. It's covered now, so. <laughs> Yeah, pool season's over. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. I'll still do pool it. Just, man, I didn't feel good for a couple He's years after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the time, it's probably all ice. Yeah, it's got a little layer on it right now, probably. Oh, man. All right, let's move over to second down. Now we're talking about con, uh, quarterbacks. We talked about both Justin Fields and uh, Tyson Bajan. Justin Fields with dislocated thumb. We don't know what timeline yet. Uh, the quarter, uh, the coach has already said uh, Justin Fields is quarterback number one, but we don't know how long this injury is going to linger. They already said he doesn't need uh, surgery. How long should the Bears go with with the backup? I think as long as you need to until Justin comes back. You're you're in a predicament here where Justin is in his last year. Right, you have Tyson Bajant. You could go ahead and sign Tyson Bajant to a contract extension, pretty cheap, right? So yep. you can afford Tyson Bajant. You don't know if you can afford nineteen million dollars or whatever it's going to be for a fifth-year option on Justin Fields, and you have to go ahead and see it through. So for me, if Justin's healthy, he should be starting. And if Tyson Bajant, ha- you know, if he if he's not, Tyson Bajant has to come into action. Or if he's not good, you know, and he's playing poorly and you just, hey, this is it. We made a decision. Fine. But you've got to give him the you've got to give him this the longest leash possible in order to understand if he's that guy or not. If you could fix what the hell you've been seeing, because we saw some good stuff in a couple games and we've seen flashes even last year, but Mm -hmm. it just hasn't completely come together. Just seems like there's just flashes and there's pieces missing to his game that he just needs to add I, I, Justin Fields is I, I believe he has all the talent in the world I just think he needs to slow himself down understand that he doesn't have to make the big play every single time and things will get better Josh um, I'd go along with that too uh, I think Justin needs to be in there probably as long as possible Um a lot of a lot of this too, I think, is going to come down to the draft. I mean, um, if we start winning and Carolina gets a few wins, you might be picking third or fourth and maybe seventh. Um, then do you keep Justin and they do what they did with Mitch and uh, let the fifth year uh, ride and let him play a fourth year and then um, decline the fifth year, but maybe re-sign him if he has a killer fourth year. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things up in there. I think the draft is going to determine. Um, that part of it but i think you have to let him play it out and see where he's at um like i said because if we're picking fourth it's a lot different than picking one and two so correct yeah i mean i'm gonna let this guy go i i would let chester fields go um because i'm like get something for him to not get anything because there's an article or a rumor going on right now that they could trade him at the trade deadline i i, I mean I don't know how truth that is, but I'm just saying if that's in the air and that's an option, I mean, 
again what Josh said about the draft. So that goes into an effect because like if Tyson doesn't win or stuff like that, you know. But I, I honestly I don't even think we're gonna re-sign Justin because of like we've only seen spurs of greatness. We've seen him run um you each game you don't know what justin you're going to get from the commanders win to the denver game to the chiefs game to anything like that i i just i don't see him being a bear uh for next year or stuff like that i, I just i think they're gonna hit the reset thing again all right i think, everyone, with, I think though, up, if you trade i think yeah. if you trade him i think the problem you're gonna run into is like what happened last year with roquan and um losing the locker room we didn't win after roquan got traded till last mm -hmm. week and as popular as justin is i just feel like if he's traded before um uh in the next week or so i just i feel like you're going to totally lose the locker room even yep. if dalen goes you know these guys are already sticking up for their their friends and i just i just think it would be bad for the locker room i think if they traded them now i agree, yeah, I agree josh it, it would kill the locker room one it shows that uh the front office is not willing to pay players who can produce um it doesn't show continuity um You've got to see this kid needs more seasoning. This just, you know, Matt Nagy, who we are not a fan of, uh, was saying that Justin isn't ready. Justin isn't ready. And they had to put him there because of a, uh, the quarterback got hurt. So I don't, I think that Justin right now is getting a reality check. One, you can't be Michael Vick and run through walls and expect not to get hurt. Two, uh, now that you're hurt, you should watch and watch what this kid is doing and take some notes. Get rid of the ball quicker. It's going to be more efficient. You're going to get more passes. The offense will open up if you get rid of the ball quicker because now you're in an up-tempo offense. You can use all of the weapons that you have. You have a stronger arm. You should be able to do a lot better than our backup quarterback is doing. And if you're using a running game, it's taking pressure off of you. Now we're moving the offensive line forward instead of them backwards on top of you or you getting all the pressure. We're not going to get that perfect pocket. We don't have the best offensive line. But they're doing great for the the kid because he's getting rid of the ball in under three seconds if justin can make those adjustments of uh getting rid of the ball within three seconds instead of six and seven seconds you're going to see a big difference in the offense now don't you think everyone's complaining about coaching but the game was called somewhat similar a little bit with justin than with tyson don't you think <laughs> like it's a little bit From last year no i'm From saying for the season yeah, I, I I really disagree. No, um, I think, I no, think the offense is the same. No, I, I'm there just saying. There was way more. There was more under center. There was more. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Uh, it is is it coaching because they're probably calling the same plays all the time. The only difference is the coach or the uh, quarterback. That's what I, I'm saying. I don't agree. I think that the game plan was to run the football heavy, and have mm -hmm. Tyson Bage and you know. Pick the open man, like not go ahead and necessarily take a big shot because I, I do believe that there's a limit to his arm. Mm -hmm. um, like they wouldn't bring in Nathan Peterman to go ahead and try to heave a ball if they didn't have a question about that arm. And I'm not saying that he doesn't, you know, he can't throw a missile here and there. I'm just saying maybe he doesn't have the arm strength to get it as far as a Justin Fields. And that's like, not that's not necessarily a, a knock. It is a knock, but it's not necessarily a, a, a something that's going to. Be I think he a, does have a, a strong arm because his yeah, dad was not, the uh, the you know the arm wrestler champion here, so he may have a strong arm. We don't know uh, that yet. I don't think so. Josh, it's what's just, your take? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know about the arm strength, but um, 
I think the line consistency has a lot to do with it. You saw what we did in Washington when Justin had time. He was slinging it all over, had one of his best games. Then you come to Minnesota where they blitz heavy and the line fell apart. The snaps were awful. They're blocking each other. It was a mess. Now, look at yesterday. The line played phenomenal again, I thought. Um, didn't give up much. Max Crosby got in there, I think, of one sack. And it feels like we're so inconsistent on the line. I think if we get some consistency every game, you can get a fair take on what these guys can do. Yeah, that's and that's what we've been saying all along. That the offensive line is, is key to the success of the Bears, especially because we want a high offense, a high output off- offense. And you can't do that when you have different pieces moving in and out. We have a quarterback who's not making reads. One big difference I did see between the quarterbacks is that Tyler Bajit was like calling the play and saying, hey, you're on the wrong side. Move over here. He was taking more control of the line. I felt like he understands the offense and where everything has to be, where it's, I know what this play is going to do. I see the defense. I know what they're going to do. And I don't feel that comfortable saying that Justin does that. I agree with that thousand percent. I, I I don't know. I mean, you watch what if you watch all the. I mean, I watch. I'm the super fan, of course, but I watch all these press conferences. And gets he says that he's that's one of his best things he's been doing this year is actually uh, getting the plays corrected at the line. Um, you know, but maybe that's him just saying it, sticking up for his player too. I don't know. You know, it's just it's hard to tell sometimes if these guys are, you know, they're not blaming each other, sticking up for each other, but who right. who's at fault sometimes? So awesome. Um, one thing I want to give the flowers to in third down is our coach, our, our, our head coach, who is now the defensive coordinator, as you've seen, we, and I even hinted at it earlier, is that the defense, and so did Josh, hinted that the defense has shown up in the last couple of weeks, and we've gone from the bottom of the barrel to midpoint, a little bit above midpoint in defense in the NFL. We're seeing a lot more pressures. We've seen a couple of uh, interceptions, a pick six. Um, I, we're seeing a little bit more cohesive. I know we got some pieces back in the last couple of weeks, but we're seeing that defense in that cover two actually be relevant instead of being that bend don't break. Now we're being more of a factor. What do you guys think? I think the back part of the D is playing phenomenal right now. The cornerbacks and safeties, um, even with Eddie Jackson gone most of the time, it seems like uh, the last few games they've been just killing it. Um, giving their guys time to get in there, get a uh, little bit more pressure than they have been, but I think just the the back end of the field or uh, the secondary has just been, I think it's been lights out the last several games. So, Yeah, I, I think JJ did really well too on, on, you know, being in the corner, getting those two picks. And that was the first time in a while, I think, since we had two, you know, interceptions in one game from a corner. So, I mean, I, I am interested in the call playing is different. So, but I just say JJ did really well and he got a game ball. So there was three of them, I think. But you know, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. Yeah, we did have three interceptions. Yep. Two by Jalen. Jalen Johnson, he's the one asking for the money, right? I'm not paying. I'm not paying him the money he thinks he. We'll we'll see what he wants, but in my opinion, I think he's trying to be paid as one of the top corners in the league. And yeah. I'm like, you don't you don't produce enough. I mean, it, granted, he had two picks last week. That's three for his career here like that's uh, that's not enough you know what i mean no i get you i'm just dollar. i'm not yeah. i'm not yeah that's that's just where i'm at and yeah, he's hurt once sure. he's hurt once a year always he's always, always hurt for a week or two always every always year. hurt yep yeah what's our impression of tyreek stevenson i think he makes rookie mistakes i think um you know 
but man, he can hit, and I, I don't I don't see him missing any tackles. Honestly, when he gets close to you, you're going down. So uh, I like his aggressiveness. Uh, I thought he played decent yesterday, and for being a rookie, I think the sky's the limit for that guy if he can keep uh, keep going the way he is. He doesn't seem to get hurt or anything like that, and plays tough uh, plays tough he, on the outside. He hits hard as a motherfucker. Yeah. He 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 could lay. Are you learning from experience? <laughs> huh? What? No, I was saying for Ivan. Have you seen it and seen it in person? Experienced it in person? Yeah, I have. Um, no, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Steven likes to throw a little wrench here and there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we, we got Brisker with nine tackles and one assist. Um, Edwards with uh, six tackles, two assists. Stevenson with six tackles. Kyler Gordon four and three. I mean, just our whole defense had some tackles, and. Is the hits principle now taking place? It, it is everyone bought in and everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Is that what the defense is doing now? I think so. I mean, the tackles, is, I think last year, if you saw the missed tackles we had, that's mm-hmm. gotten a lot better. I mean, I don't, I don't see them as much as we did uh, even the last year. It was just awful last year, obviously. And I don't see it as much. I mean, when they get a one-on-one, these guys are getting them down. I mean, if you look for uh, the single tackles or solo tackles, uh, there's quite a bit uh, if you look in the stat line. So. Um, yeah, I think the only thing with the hits principle is I'm not seeing the strips and the turnovers, obviously, on that part of it. We just started getting interceptions. So, um, you know, they pre- they preach the the strip sack or the strips or the strip sacks and the interceptions. But you know, I don't know if that's totally taking place, but I guarantee the tackling is a lot better than it was last year. Yeah, we're not seeing the one arm tackles anymore. The the no. the the fake just going to grab you or going for the shoelace. You're not seeing that anymore. I have a impression of the defense. I think there's still issues with tackling, but it's getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't really think that you need to really go ahead and stress because, like these guys are, <laughs> these guys are all young and they're building. Uh, like I said, step by step, if they could go ahead and and take another step with this game coming up against the Chargers, and just string together a few good games and and really get going, I think that'll speak to the you know the continuity of the de- of the locker room of the defensive st- side. So. I just think they need to keep playing smart football, generate turnovers, no no penalties. I know Jalen Johnson had a big penalty this past um, this past Sunday, but he made up for it. So just continue to take little steps and get better. Yeah, I, I can I can completely completely agree with you. I think the offensive line again and the offense in general needs to clean up their offensive penalties. I think we had like over 100 yards in penalties. I think two were on Komet. I, I just like dumb stuff that that kind of kills the drive that makes it harder especially with a backup quarterback if they can clean that up the defense plays exactly how they've been playing i think we're going to be okay going forward and then you know our prediction of seven wins is actually attainable uh, i believe anything you guys saying i'm agreeing with at this point because like i i agree i'm not adding any more to that because you guys said they're correct things so um but yeah seven wins i i'm not on fully on that but you know i'd say what was your prediction at the beginning of the year oh i think mine was higher but now after the first three weeks i'm like maybe just like four total i actually had seven down at the beginning of the year that's what i thought i thought maybe a four game improvement so Nice, and that's what you're looking for. You look at improvement. Our biggest thing this and this year coming up is we we thought we needed to see improvement from Justin Fields. We really didn't care about you know if we made the playoffs. If we made the playoffs, that'd be gravy. And we kind of uh, you know relate uh, 
compared it to the 2015 Cubs, where these guys are young, got a bunch of talent, you're bringing in some <laughs> veterans, and you're making improvements, and you want to see these kids grow and play together and have that cohesiveness. And, you know, if, if lightning strikes, cool, great. If not, we just want to see them improve, and that's what we're looking for in the Bears. The problem is it's it's been a seesaw, one week up, one week down, one week up, one week down, you know. But what I have seen right now is that, you know, the Bears defense is giving up 20, 13, and 12 points in the last uh, three games. You know, I mean, sorry, yeah, 20, 19, and, and, and 12 uh, in the last three games, respectively. So that is, is is a huge improvement from giving up 41 to the Chiefs, which it's the Chiefs. It was uh, Taylor Swift's mojo. That's why they lost. So. I hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> I hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you gave up 27 to the Bucks, and you gave up 38 to the Packers. I mean, there, there was a lot of scoring at the beginning. We were hurt, and we had a lot of issues on defense and on offense. So I think the team is growing. I think it's progressing in the right direction. Um, we're, we're looking at Justin Fields as being the wild card in if we can get these seven or more wins. So let's put it into fourth down and Bears, Chargers, Sunday night football, 720 start time. What is this game going to look like, fellas? Go, Josh. Kick it off. Um, I think it's. I think honestly, two things is going to be again the defense and what Justin Herbert does. He's he seems what, like he's been uh, up and down this year. So, um, I think what Herbert does uh, that game, and I guess you know if we block again, got Khalil Mack on one side, and uh, uh, I'm not sure who the other guy is. I know it's uh, the brother Boza, and those guys could wreck it up. And we could we could see another offensive line that's getting battered again. So, I think the line play and it's going to come down to running again and how Herbert does in that game. In my opinion, Ivan, go ahead. I'm going to go with the Bears. I think the Bears are going to pull it off. Um, I'll save a numbers prediction for tomorrow, but I think the Bears are going to come up with a win. Uh, okay. I think the offense will continue to run the same way. You'll see a heavy run attack. You'll see. Um, you know, you'll see a heavier formations. So as long as Tyson Bajant can hold on to the football and do what he did this past game, I think, you know, the Bears can find some success. It's a the Chargers, is, they're a team that's hit or miss. Like, you don't know kind of what you're going to get. Like, they yep. have talent, but <clears throat> it's just, like I said, they're, they're a team kind of in flux. They don't know if they're going to get rid of their head coach uh, moving forward. It's a lot of pieces moving for them. So I think they're a beatable team here. As long as the Bears don't turn the ball over, play smart, and play good defense. Steven? Yeah, I think it all comes down to, again, running the ball, uh, how the offensive line goes down, and then how confident, you know, Tyson is. Um, you know, because, again, you got the guys rushing you. You know, like, again, Cleo Mack is on there, so that's going to be exciting to see him play against his former team. So maybe he has some demons in him that he actually wants to, uh, you know, let out and say you should have kept me and paid me, right? But, uh I think the defense, too, if we're able to take some takeaways, get some interceptions, maybe a pick six like we did this weekend, I think it would be great to see a Bears upset, right? Because I think they're predicted, again, to be the underdogs. Oh, you're uh, going to be the underdog, yeah. Yeah, I think nine points. Playing, playing, right. Crazy. I think Vegas on DraftKings has a plus 200 right now. I, I don't want to hear nothing about betting. I'm, I've had a horrible week of losing <laughs> multiple bets by one leg for the past 10 days. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I made lost, a couple. You lost to Steven too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop bringing that up. Stop bringing up the White Sox, bro. 
<laughs> yeah but uh yeah so that's i'm excited for that for this sunday especially it being sunday night football so yeah. it's prime time and we don't always have the best history with prime time so let's see josh are you hosting uh prime time yeah, we host every game Ooh. yeah yeah so we'll be out here yeah it's not always as many people just obviously because people got to work the next day but uh yeah we'll yeah. still have people out here so nice do you do anything special for those primetime games or you uh just keep it always pretty much the same yeah pretty much the same um you know it just depends if the weather is nice like well usually night games are the door shut but um we don't really cook we'll just get pizza or something like that so it's it's a little more laid back usually but you know we're still trying to rock it we're winning so all right so josh you're picking the bears picking the bears oh upset upset steven what's your pick because tyson's quarterback i'm gonna say bears <laughs> ivan don't give me a score just make give me a pick oh i, I already said bears okay wow we're in unison here we're gonna say bears with the upset yeah. so uh yeah uh, don't take my advice on betting because I've been getting my ass kicked. But you can take these guys' advice on betting, and uh, it'll probably be the same. <laughs> I got a big um, one on right now for Monday Night Football. I'm on that yeah, football. I still have a bet going, and if, if it hits, I'll be okay. So I'm, I'm praying, uh, and I'll take all the prayers from our listeners. Uh, Josh, where can people find your fan cave on, on the Instagram or any of your content? Uh, I'm mostly on Instagram. It's uh, Bear Super fan 44 with one s and that's where i'm at usually um i don't really have nothing going on facebook i got tiktok but i don't do a whole lot on there just because the haters are crazy on there sometimes so steven but yeah hey that's not me and <laughs> i swear it's not it's usually at, at if you get a comment and it's two o'clock in the morning that's from me um <laughs> but no i would never um but yeah i mean i'm always impressed i actually it's funny because i did i'm on tiktok all the time and uh you know being a millennial and a little bit younger now um <laughs> i've seen your stuff and your video popped up so i did see it so that that was really awesome and then when jose told me that big z that you were going to be on i was like oh that's awesome that's yeah. Really cool. yeah thank you yeah. so i'm always like impressed because i'm like if they're really bad like i see fans on tiktok like uh take their stuff off and burn it i oh, yeah. can only imagine if i had your man cave where i wouldn't want to punch a tv because you see yeah. dallas cowboy fans <laughs> when they lose in the oh, yeah. playoffs where they like smash the tvs have you ever yeah. seen the dude shoot the gun at the tv the, the dallas man <laughs> you ever seen that video yeah. he's at a family so i'll just tell the story quick he's at, yeah, he's at a family yeah. event Right, it's it, the scene. Here's the scene. Family event. They're outside. There's a TV. Cowboys lose. This guy just pulls the strap and just starts firing into the TV. Jeez. Then goes ahead, punches the thing, drops it to the ground, and fires more shots into it. Wow! Insane, insane. Go look up that video. It's it's hilarious. It's a Dallas wow. Cowboy maniac. But yeah. Oh boy. TVs are too. I don't want to buy no more. I got 12 TVs in there, so I'm trying to buy any extra ones. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, how long has it gone from inception to where it's at now? How long did it take? Okay, so we moved in here in 2015. This is a four car garage. Um, we don't have. It's one of the smaller basements. You really can't put anything down there. It's the um, furnace, uh, water softener, and whatnot. Yeah. So I didn't really have uh, any room for my stuff. So I had Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and some mostly bare stuff, as you can see. So it kind of started off as me, hey, can I have half the garage and my wife because I wanted to have some place for my stuff and hang out. So um, she said, yeah, I um, started cutting the metal around the bottom. Uh, most of the stuff uh, around the walls and the bottom part is donated and my hands are bloody. And the first thing she said was, you're never going to finish it. 
And so I was like, Ooh. well, screw you. I'm going to finish this. So now, <laughs> she's upset. now she's upset because I don't ever stop. So that's right. <laughs> but, yeah. But no, we turned it, uh, we turned it into mainly bears because we were tricked in 2018 to think that we we're going to be a good team forever. But man, yeah. Nagy, when we had those, what, 11 wins or whatever. But uh, that's when I switched over to uh, all bear stuff. And then, you know, been kind of let down ever since then. But yeah, that's when it started 2015, though. What's the, uh, what, what's the crazy install? craziest thing you've installed there yet uh right there that jumbotron and that was cool. the jumbotron yeah, that was three eight hour days uh and with help with a friend to get it up it was just we had to do some engineering because the ceiling was too low and i started freaking out so i had to cut up into the ceiling and put a brace up there and yeah gotcha. so it was it was i mean it was decent put together but just you know it's hard at the same time so that was the craziest thing I've done. Is is just a lot of work. Ivan, you got anything from? No, man. I, th- I appreciate you coming on. Like I, down here, man. I could only imagine doing what you could do. But it's like, like you said, one step at a time. And right now, I'm looking at an abyss of colorful toys and games and shit that my kids have. So like, <laughs> so they got half of that side. It's that's why I call it the dark side. And I have my little corner over here in the basement. So like, if I could just get you know one of them neon signs or something i'll be yeah. happy like just add one or two things at a time yeah that's how you take i take it slow like i said i've been doing it for eight years so yeah that's Steve. awesome uh no i mean i appreciate all the stuff that you had on there i think it's really cool um i'm a little disappointed you said white socks um but you know. <laughs> my dad my dad I, I was i was forced to be a white Sox fan growing up my dad was a huge Sox fan i actually dated a girl that was a cubs fan when i was 18 she gave me a t-shirt that was a cubs and my dad said what are you doing with that when i walked in i said my girlfriend gave it to me so two days later i couldn't find the shirt because she wanted me to wear it and it was in the fire pit and all there was the fragments left and he said oh. i told you if you ever wear a cub shirt in here or around here it's done so no i respect it you know yeah. that's that's the he way I, how i am that's how i am like i'm a big cubs fan ivan is too and we always give uh, a hard time to jose big z and it's just it's a lot of fun and i totally yeah. get it because we again we made a bet and if i had lost a bet i would have to wear a white sex jersey i've oh, never man. put one on and i feel like my i would start getting a rash in hives if i put <laughs> on so i totally get it but you know i got a i got a bet going on with i don't ever seen the drew cave on on instagram but we uh we visit back and forth and whatnot but i i've been to his house several times he's been here and i went to green bay with him last year but i we always got the packer at the end of the game who's got to wear each other's hat with a picture and of course i've lost every time and i feel like i get a rash every time i wear his damn hat <laughs> yeah so. yeah you know what i don't mind if i'm taking I, I do mind if i'm wearing a hat with green bay on it but for whatever reason if i put on a white Sox hat it just fe- doesn't feel right i don't know you know yeah i thought packers <laughs> with me i hate the packers yeah same 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 uh i think that's uh pretty much it i mean josh uh, thank you for coming on we'd love to have you anytime you want to jump in let us know if you're available yeah. we'll have you on we'd love to have your input and uh we get to see and hopefully we can uh shoot down there to your place uh next month yeah anytime you guys are welcome man awesome awesome yeah i'm yeah. definitely game for that one yeah Boy. yeah get, get out here you'll enjoy right, it guys. thank you all right josh. uh we'll right, talk thanks, to you guys Thanks. And, uh, well, we're going to punt it off to a break. A big thank you to our special guest, Josh uh, Haves from the uh, cave. And uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to No War on the Weekend. New episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots. So let's kick it back over to Big Z. No War on the Weekend. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast. That was so much fun. Talking a lot of fun. Josh. Yeah, a lot of fun. And Josh has an incredible place. And uh, we're going to schedule a re- live remote from his cave uh, hopefully ivan can uh <coughs> call in sick uh for that sunday i'm no, trying I'm, to see, i'm trying to see I if really i really want to go like yeah. don't don't like play on my emotions no no i'm like, not i really want to go you said that we're going to go to offset barbecue this thursday so I'm oh, hoping no, no. We go. no yeah, well we have to go sometime this week. i gotta figure out my, my schedule but yes we'll go the one week i was supposed to go you you canceled so i don't want to hear it um <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, I need you. I'm trying to see if I can get it on Veterans Day. You, are you off on Veterans Day? No, probably not. Okay, um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, my, my off days are Mondays and Tuesdays. Right. Okay, so. but that's what I'm saying. Uh, you might have to observe Veterans Day on that Sunday, so we can go out there. And, we'll see but, what happens. We'll see. We'll see what I can. What I can do. If I yeah, we'll pull those strings. Yeah, I want to do that right. Sunday, probably before Veterans Day, so that way we can all go and not worry about Monday. So there's, there's a plan in motion. All right, uh, guys, it's time for The Loop, uh, our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to, welcome to Chicago. All right, all right, all right. It is the loop, and we're going to loop around with our Chicago sports teams. We're going to start off with the Chicago Bulls, the Madhouse on Madison. The Chicago Bulls wrapped up their preseason with a 1-4 and four record with our All-Stars uh, playing some of the quarters, some of the games, not all the time. Um, and, and you know what? The 1-4, when you look at the, the division that they're in with Giannis, and Giannis just literally just signed as we are live on TV right now or on 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 the, the uh, interweb. Uh, Giannis just signed an extension. Well, that's years. not good. We're yeah, never going to get him done. Three years, one hundred eighty something million. Uh, yeah, he's he's not coming. He's not coming. You know, they you can send all his brothers and sisters. Why would he come here? For right what? for what? No one wants to come here. Well. I mean, no team I, I say positive agents here. No team. Not one. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't know. We're running the team back this year. Um, again, the starters only played what one or two quarters, like you said. So that's great chemistry that they're building with each other. Um, <laughs> and like, all right, cool. You know, let's let's do what the Bears did and have Justin do six snaps and like have them all the you know backup guys play some minutes and you know have their time to shine but you know i'm 
again not excited like i'm pumped to go see them and watch them but it just i, I feel like this is going to be a five a one or two games above 500 maybe or like two games under i just i don't know i mean what's your impression of these bulls i'm in the same same boat as steven like it's i'm not impressed i mean i know it's preseason but just the operation as a whole just not impressive um this is not a destination for nba players like they you've you've been you've tried to sign you know a few guys here and there like i i really believe they tried to make an effort mm-hmm. but i don't think that they're willing to go ahead and pay heavy right I, I, they gave zach an extension kind of because they were put into a corner Yep. You know what I mean? Like, they pretty much got painted to a corner to give him that money. But, and I, wasn't it just, like, just above? Like, just, uh, you know, just above. Just right, enough. Exact, exactly. Just enough. So, it, it's like pulling teeth to get anything done uh, with the Chicago Bulls. It, so I don't know where they're going to. Like a team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't know why it's. I don't know why it's been so difficult to attract. I don't know why it's been so difficult to develop. You know, uh, young guys, it seems like on other teams, you get these college players that develop into things. They, you know, a few years down the road, all of a sudden you see a guy that you you heard about was playing the bench for a while, and now he's starting with, with, with other teams. I just, I don't see enough of that with the Bulls, and I don't see this season being anything special either. No, I, I again, you're running it back with the, the big three that we have with Vooch and Damar and Levine and you know individually I think they're great um if they had their own teams I think they would be you know perennial all-stars every year and um but all together for some reason they just don't mesh and I don't get it I honestly I don't get it it's like they take turns and instead of running an offense to see kind of like whatever's open whoever has the best shot yeah take it but do it in in the flow of the offense and you don't get that with the bulls it's like all right we're gonna start you know tip off and then uh well vooch is gonna get the first six looks and then vooch uh sit your butt down on the bench because you're never gonna see the ball again because damar has the second quarter and levine has the end of the second quarter and then started third quarter and then it's you know it's like the turns and it's like well if damar's off then you know levine's gonna turn it up in the fourth and vice versa and it's like you have a three-headed monster we should be they should all be scoring 20 points a game easily that's uh, 50. egos oh egos are heavily in the way and i don't see this team like i said i i just don't see it getting better i yeah. uh, i think we're gonna continue to spin our wheels as as you know for as a basketball team i say we i mean obviously they but it's it's not pretty, man. I don't think the trajectory of this team is going to to get anybody excited, and I really think it's headed for a blow up. Like eventually, a, you're gonna be dragged through the season, like you know, dragging your nuts against glass, you know, on the on the concrete. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's not it's, fun. It's, it's how it's. Pleasant. No, I'm, ser- I'm serious. I I really feel like this bull season is yeah. gonna be one of the worst bull seasons we've seen. I think it's just finally gonna hit a. It's gonna finally hit a tipping point, and it's they're gonna be done with it. You're gonna see guys booing moves. You're gonna yeah, see guys booing. Yeah, right. I, not at trade all. deadline is trade gonna. Be, I don't think yeah. this, this yeah. three is they're gonna be together. I don't. Oh yeah, nope. It just doesn't make sense anymore to to force this. They don't. You know, Zach wants to be the hero, uh, and, and Demar's here, but like 
if you do keep Demar, like I said, if you do keep Demar, that's fine. But then like you got him and Vooch, you're out of you're out another player. Like, are you going to get another player the caliber of Zach Levine? I don't know. Because Pat Williams isn't it. Pat Williams, no. I don't believe is it mm-hmm. either. Pat Williams, Pat Williams yeah, has been a huge disappointment. It, it goes, it goes back to the my, my point of development. Yep. Yep. The Bulls, you don't see them developing players that that go ahead and stick around. Jimmy Butler was probably the last player that I could think about that really developed into something into no. something special. Uh, and, who was who was the big tall forward that we had that went over to um, to Salt Lake? Uh, you about marketing? Yeah, Markovich. Marketing, marketing. Yeah, they did, they did a horrible job developing marketing. That's what I'm saying. He ended up in over there. And no, but I'm saying the last the last guy that actually developed. He developed himself because I was there. Right, the Bulls right. Marketing, marketing was they did nothing for him to benefit no. him. Jim Bo- uh, uh, Boylan was just the worst. Oh, the worst. He, but he I, say, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy wasn't. I was working for the Bulls and I was there two hours before the game, and he was the only yeah. one working out. He was over there taking jump shots with the trainers and, and the coaches by himself after they all did the little practice he put in all the work by himself jimmy's a self-made man he right. did not get any help from that team well then then hey that's even worse you had a player develop himself and you had nothing to do with it you yeah. know what i mean like you had no part in that that's it's a it the bulls are in a sad state i mean I'm even really, the, with kobe white too two draft picks that you have oh, they're 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 players they're they're great but it's like they're not they're like bench players coming off the bench, you know. But they're still not developed, and it right. comes to Ivan's point. None of them have been developed. Uh, Jalen Terry, another good good asset, has not been developed. Up uh, in Bobby down, Portis, Bobby Portis, yeah. world champion. Bobby Portis, put respect on his name. No, of yeah. course, world champion. I love Bobby Portis when he was here. Bobby, yeah, Bobby, was, crazy Bobby was a fan fucking favorite. Yes, and you get rid of you got rid of him. Yep, you know what I'm saying. You just it's. These, the things that the Bulls do, the Bulls are the worst franchise in this in the city. I, I just, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Oh, They're the worst franchise man. in the city, over I the White would. Sox. No, no, over the White Sox. Okay. The White Sox are next. Yeah, they are. But they're the worst franchise in the city because of the fact that you you've had opportunities throughout the years to really go at like, like to really make an impact, and it's just they just don't do it. Like they 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 have this stink around them it just seems like i don't want to say it's a curse but it's just like this perpetual stink that won't fucking leave father you know like son that, that's yeah. all i gotta say father like son okay. there's a stink right there i don't know it, it is the bambino curse it's the mj curse that's what i'm calling it it is the mj curse because there's after he left, I mean, we had some some good seasons, some seasons that we should have won, uh, and then yeah, we had, got hurt. His, yeah, it was 16 his, seconds left in the fourth quarter when we were blowing him out. Dumb shit like that is what happens to a franchise that does dumb shit. It's just very simple. You 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 had a coach who ran it. The players loved him, but he ran his players into the ground, and you can't do that. You just yeah. Uh, Joakim Noah came out, and he was with I believe the Barstool guy saying that. Uh, Kyle Korver would stay in his car when Thibodeau would be like having practice and they would play the night before and then have to come into practice the next day and he would just be sitting in his car because Joe King was like looking at him like what is he doing he must have like hated practice the next day and then that's what it was like he worked the guys too hard all the time 
Well, I mean, I mean, it shows though, and then that's why, like, you know, they were like a, a great defensive team. And you're, you're putting in the work. I think that works for for if you're running a college system, you're gonna work hard and it'll pay off. When you're doing it for paid players, right? They need they need that rest because they're at a higher echelon level, especially when you had a team with Joe Keem and Rose and Luol Deng, Kirk Heinrich. Yeah, you have veterans and you had young kings, and you cannot burn the candle at both ends. And I understand he was like that. He he lived in, and breathes basketball, and that's great. That's that's the that generation of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. We don't these kids don't do that anymore. They they need their rest. And and you know what? The body's not built the way it used to be. Is this there's more hormones now which make you like tissues. superpowers now? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more soft tissue injuries that come out of nowhere than that we haven't seen in a long time. Because they're not vaccinated. So right now, wow. uh, the world we live in, get vaccinated. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not doing that. But you know. <laughs> All right. So before we get off the bull, hold on. I got to say one more thing. I sent I sent you guys a, a photo of in the on our group chat. Oh boy! And uh, you guys don't have to open it, but oh, you could open it whenever. But I'm just gonna say, November 12th at 6 p.m., I will be at the Chicago Bulls versus Detroit Pistons game, uh, and those tickets are given to me. And they're great seats. I mean, each ticket is $209. Um, it's section 102, row five, seat 15 and 16. He's flexing. So I will be there. Uh, if you want to buy me taking? a beer that day. <laughs> Who are you taking? Because you're, if you're over here flexing, that means either me or Ivan are going, right? Would you, if you had those tickets, you would not take someone else? I would take somebody who's really going to appreciate it. Oh, I, I know I have someone who's really going to appreciate it. So I have someone who's going to really appreciate it. If you're in trouble, blink twice if you're not okay. (laughs) Uh, No, it's going to be fun. Uh, And I've taken you to a Bulls game. So and and we, we, you know, we also had a nice dinner and uh, we didn't have to pay for that. So which was also a nice flex that I'm doing right now. Yeah, sure is. So um, but, you know, I take care of uh, 606 management here. You know, I got to pay my dues for no more on the weekend when uh, my co-host isn't around for almost three weeks, it feels like. (laughs) So, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, yeah, I've been wearing more other sports uh, clothing and we'll probably talk to it in the next segment. So, yeah, well, actually, yeah, that's exactly where I'm going to transition to, because I'm not paying Pat Williams 20 million and neither is Ivan and neither is Steven. And I don't think it's worth it. So uh, that will be another player that goes somewhere else and develops into a nice double double machine. Probably. All right, moving on to the other team that plays at the Mad, uh, the Madhouse. It is the Blackhawks. And, you know, their season's going. They're competitive in just about every single game. Uh, they played the Vegas Knights and ended up falling just short. But Conor Bedard gets his first UC goal. How exciting can this team be this season? I'm having fun. I'm generally watching all the games. I'm having a good time watching it now. Against, you know, uh, the Knights, Las Vegas. It was double Las Vegas this weekend. So Friday was the Hawks, and then Sunday was the Bears playing Las Vegas. So double uh, Vegas. But, I mean, the defense looked great for the Blackhawks. They scored. They were competitive. It was 2-2. 
then it got three two and then that's where you know the third period where it's like five to two right and they it was like pretty much over I, I switched the game over once they got to four because it's really hard to come back especially with a young team to go back and do it I mean it's possible but at that time it's like it's fun to watch but I was not expecting a, a blowout like that in my eyes because they've been really competitive they maybe lost by one or two goals but uh, to you know lose by three it's hard, hard to come back yeah Ivan are you watching Blackhawks or you know I mean a little bit here and there like obviously for Connor Bedard but just here and there if, if I happen to pass by and say oh it, it's on cool I'll watch it um I know they're not like I know they're building right now and I, I really feel like they have a team that could surprise you but as of right now I'm really focused on the on football and and that's pretty much it but I peeked here and there I like what I see from Connor Bedard he looks like he belongs in the NHL and I'm very excited to see what he becomes yeah I'm yeah. super excited I, I did see some sad videos on uh, Instagram where they had Kane and Taves uh, stuff on uh, on clearance and I was like where is this at because I need some Kane and Taves gear yeah I that's stuff you can always that. wear yeah mm-hmm. those those are like your, you know your Savards and your Chelio stuff yeah you're going to wear that no matter what because they're Hall of Famers in Chicago and they're going to be Hall of Famers regardless. So um, let me know where that stuff is at because I will buy some Blackhawks here. And I so- would want a Chelios jersey. He's been like my kid favorite hero like since I was younger yeah. going to the UC. Um, you know, so I'd love to meet him in person. I've only been like 500 feet from him. So from the skybox where my seats are. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I want to buy a jersey. I might get one. I want to be the dead black one. So that's coming out, I believe, next season. No, they talked about bringing the black ones back, the jerseys. Yeah, that's in two. That's going to come up like in two seasons. That's because of the uh, um, brand changing. Right. Right. But yeah, I think it's a fan, 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 genics or fantastics. Oh, fanatics is going to fanatics. There you go. Fanatics is going to be the new thing, Uh, which is fine with me. I I have no issue with fanatics. You Uh, have to buy one size up higher because they they run a little small. Just an FYI. When it comes to t-shirts, I should. Well, we're all big boys here, so we're gonna need that double XL. <laughs> Your oh, sweater's supposed to be bigger, anyways. The sweater's supposed to be, you know, loose. So, and so you don't have to wear anything going to UC in the middle of winter. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I, we we had a. You had a what? Oh boy, did you freeze? He did. He did freeze. No, I keep uh, cutting off it in there. I don't know why I keep losing signal. Yeah. Pay uh, your internet bills, sir. Um, all right, <laughs> transition to the diamond. I know right now we're watching uh, game six just finished and, and the uh, uh, Diamondbacks just forced the game seven as we're recording right now live. And as you're listening to this uh, on Tuesday uh, and going forward, we have game seven going on Texas and Houston. Texas is up four to one in the third. Uh, this has been nuts. But NBA, MLB playoffs has been crazy. And um, are you are we still excited about MLB ba- baseball right now? I am. I mean, I kind of want the Rangers to pull it off now. You know. Yeah, I same, mean, same. I, I'm pulling for the Rangers, and I wouldn't be mad if Houston gets in because you know Brayu's in there. Right. Um, you know, he gets to give his his little boy his, the iPad after he hits a home run. That was kind of cute. Altuve <laughs> <laughs> got his little iPad and some chicken nuggets after he hit a home run. Um, but it's been exciting. Schwarber hitting Schwarber bombs. Bryce Harper just being Bryce Harper and hitting moonshots. Um, Every I, I, time I, I see Kyle Schwarber, I cry. 
Like it's just like why? Yeah, same. Why ten? Same. You couldn't afford ten mil. Yeah, ten mil. You couldn't afford ten yeah, mil. Ten million dollars. It wasn't like it wasn't like we were gonna get a DH anytime soon. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like it was. You are you need a DH. Yeah, what's it going to Exactly. Exactly. You, you had your DH set for the next ten years. He's a softball guy. Let him hit softballs. It. it now we're looking for a left-handed bat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we could have gotten him. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Hey, you can't be laughing right now, man. No, no, no. I can laugh. I mean, misery loves company right now because yeah. my team's in the fucking dumpster. It's still on fire over there. I mean, at, 35th at, this point, we're, at this point, we're in the same place. <laughs> like, so I think all is fair. We're right in the now. same, like, all Speaking of re-signing, uh, I, there's rumblings that Hendricks and the Cubs are trying to work out a deal for him to come back. What do you guys think? Didn't I say that last week? You did. I said I called Didn't it. Didn't I say week. that? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, there's no, when we talked about the list of people that are free agent pitchers, I said, I bet you any money that they're going to re-sign him because it doesn't look, there's a couple guys that are on there that, yeah, we could re-sign, but it's like, are they going to go after them? Probably not. And look, they're probably going to re-sign him for maybe a year or two with an option. I think the Cubs will I guarantee moves, it. They'll make some happen. trades in the in the offseason before we get to spring training to address some of those pitching needs because there's not a lot in the free agent market. They might take a flyer on a, a reclamation project here and there, uh, something that, you know, that someone's coming off an injury or, uh, you know, a guy that's been bounced around or whatever, something like that to plug the, the hole in, in the ship. But right now, I really think that they're going to have to make a trade, a major trade to get an asset to be part of your uh, pitching staff. You also have the Stroman issue. Uh, how, what's the price point that you're bringing him back after being hurt, after being uh, um, ineffective going down the stretch, especially in, in your playoff run? So I, I think the, the Cubs need to change uh, a lot at the pitching staff and you always need bullpen arms. I don't care if you have the best bullpen this year. That's not going to be the case next year. You always got to add the best bullpen arm that you can and then see right. where they fall because Texas had the worst bullpen and yet they're almost in the World Series. So it, it really just it goes in, in cycles. So um, you guys tell me. You're the cut fans. Tell me what you think. Go ahead, Ivan. Well, I mean, I'm just looking forward going into this next year, them making a definite definite splash in free agency there's nothing out like the covid excuse you know yep that's null and void at this point you should have recouped mm -hmm. or you like because right now this is the time frame like next year is like the exact year that they pointed to contending again in 2024 correct being real contenders yep. and you had an opportunity this year to go ahead and, and maybe pull something off like they did in 2015 when they got to the nlcs they they could have been the Arizona you know I mean? backs. right? Exactly. Like you could they have could have. Yeah. You could have had something there. In retrospect, I mean, I granted, I don't think it would have happened, but you never know. You right? never know. You never, you never know. You never know. Uh, but no, I I feel like this team is going to make a, a definite splash in free agency. It will be a big bat. It will be uh, uh, multiple arms. I feel like Pete Alonso. I yeah, want Pete Alonso. Give me Petey. Give me Pete. Give me Juan Soto. I like. I'm 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 good with either or both. Okay. But you know, I'm I need I, I need you to make a move with your your the assets with the money. You need to you need to spend the money to get some big time players. We need a we need 
both corners, and we need a big lefty bat. So figure that out. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree with you. I mean, I guess you can go look at the Mets, who have been such a disappointment, and still and continue to pillage all the talent they have there that they can't put put together. Um, there's a couple teams just like that. I mean, the Dodgers, uh, another team that had a lot of talent. San Diego. In San Diego. But I think those guys, either they want to get under the cap maybe a little bit because uh, they have a lot of big contracts. Maybe you can, you know, steal somebody away from them for some prospects. But, I mean, you know, we we in Chicago, we value our prospects so highly. And, and that that's a problem. And I, I think, and I've said this before on the show, prospects are suspect. Until they're on the major league and they're producing, they're suspect to me. You know, you can talk about your 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 Pete Crow Armstrong. Yes, he had a couple good series. Can he do that sustained over 162? Can he make the adjustments when pitchers make adjustments on him? You know, can he get past the sophomore slump? Like I'm speaking from experience, from all the prospects we had on the south side that have not produced all but one. And, I, and Abreu is not a prospect because he was a grown-ass man when we signed him through the, the uh, Cuban portal. So that that's not a prospect. So we we don't have that. So I, I just, I feel like, you know, go after the proven a commodity over a suspect. Okay. I mean, hey, if that's how you feel, you know. <laughs> I'm just, you know. I mean, I mean, we can't say that on the north side. We have Chris Bryant as one of our prospects that we got developed, and that guy was an all-star. You know, same thing with uh, Anthony Rizzo. You know, Javi was Javi. He was good at a point, and then, you know, he was like a slugger. Rizzo Um, wasn't a prospect. uh, Anthony Russell, Edison Russell. Home run run by Alex Bregman. It's uh, now 4-2. Yep. Sure is. Off off the wall. Mm -hmm. I hate that fucking stadium. So do I. I hate it when we have to play there. But I hate no, it. No, we don't. But you know, that's that's my argument with that. So I'm um, I'm excited. Um, again, once it comes April, which will well, be I, I love you know it because apparently it's almost the end of. Uh, I love the winter meetings and knowing who's getting signed. And all that it's yeah. like Christmas morning for me for baseball. I'm just geeked over it. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's very exciting. and they start buying gear again. Yeah, you do. I think they, as long as they don't, you know, completely diminish the farm system, like it, and it wasn't their fault. Like all their players came up, all yeah. their top players came up, yeah. and they were ready to go. And then when you look at and you trade Glabar for Araldis, and you look back and it's like, they did what they had to do and they won the ring. Right, you got that's, the ring. That's it. Now this time around. You can't have that because when when those guys needed help and they needed more players to come up and be developed by the Cubs, the Cubs didn't have them. Nope. They didn't have the arms. We had to go spend to go find other guys. So like that's the that's the that's the the, the focus of Jed Hoyer, I feel like, is don't allow that to happen again where you're sitting with talent that needs help and you can't deliver the help because you can't continue to spend and you have no talent in your farm system. I, I think that Right. They didn't do enough at the trade deadline to help out the team. Yeah, I, I agree. Bare minimum. They're like, oh, we want to stay together. And it's like, all right, cool. I'll let you guys stay together. They're like, well, we need an arm. Okay, we'll get you uh, Kua's a reclamation project. Then we'll get you this. And it was like, really, bro? You shopping at the Wish? Like, this is this is, bo- this is bogus, bro. And, and they still went out there and ran some games and they came into contention. I, and I, I give the Cubs, uh, you know, lots of props because they really weren't supposed to be there at the final all the way at the end and 
they didn't make it, which is fine, but they had a successful season in my eyes. So, um, Ivan, what was the song that we had? Because you know how, like, uh, 2005, they had Don't Stop Believing for the White Sox, and then for the Phillies, it's that one song that uh, they took from, I don't know, what other team. Did we have a song except Go Cubs Go, right? Our, our song's Go Cubs Go. Right. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I know, I know but I'm like, they had, like, an actual song. Thing. Like adopting like somebody. I mean, we're not like, a loser yeah. team that yeah. needs that, but you know, <laughs> I like, mean, we it's... don't need to solicit rights to a uh, band and keep paying and them money when they, you know. He was there at the stadium. He was there at the parade. I don't. We, we should oh, have no, a Pearl you, Jam song. You did it, have. it should be a Pearl Jam song. Since yes, Eddie Vedder. You did yeah, have right? a Pearl Jam song. Yes, you did. Yeah, you had a Pearl Jam song, so don't, don't come All at right, me. We'll start singing. <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna go there. We'll, 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 even... Don't stop believing. That song. Oh, I stopped believing. I, I wanted them to lose. Song. <laughs> like, I can't that listen song to that like, song. Like, like, I'll admit this. I'll admit this. That song is. That song was good. And after the yeah, millionth time of hearing that fucking song, I hate that song. Dude, it's been like, 18 I years. I despise that song. It's and been 18 still, years. You can let it go it now. it still sticks. It sticks. <laughs> it's 18 years. You can let it go. Don Alvarez just hit a triple. Thank you, Chris. Off the wall. I'm Ooh, watching. Nice. As he says that it happens on my TV. I'm a little behind. I don't have live TV. I have the Hulu. I got I got three three uh Same. boxes, picture in picture. Nice. Nice. Oh, you uh, fancy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Stirring a Pot and we'll wrap up this amazing episode. All right. So uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Big Z just disconnect? Um, all right. We're going to have to wait for a minute because Big Z just disconnected. For 15 15- All right, we're good now. We're good now. Okay. Set off your end. You can't mute yourself. 15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, man, I'm just learning this, man. I'm just learning this. What uh, up? It's Moreno, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's wild. Uh, it, I, it's hard. I cannot. And remind me, do not run the visual and the audio at the same time. Stick right. to one stick to one lane, sir. That's what I need to do. <laughs> I'm so used to with a hundred and what hundred and sixty six that I've been doing this all by myself. It's it's hard to be like, oh my god, I'm in a panic. So. They play the smallest violin right now. Right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you. I know Ivan does both, so he's used to this. So uh Steven, uh yeah, fuck you. Uh <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the Chichika Sportsman Podcast with Big Z, Ivan, and Stevie B. And it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. You know what time it is. Oh, yeah. It's during the pot time, ladies and gents. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that. It's time for stirring the pot. Um, you know, I thought that Josh was going to stay on the entire show, but he had to leave after the Bears segment. But I really had the question of what is the best tailgate food for a Bears game? 
specifically for a Bears game because you've got to have Chicago foods. Now, you go to a White Sox game or you go to a Cubs game and you go tailgate, you know, someone else's stadium because they can't tailgate. Um, what do you, what is your, your craving? What do you, what do you want to have? Uh, yeah. Ivan, you go. No, you go. Oh, okay, cute. You go. Okay, well, if you're going to go if you're gonna tailgate with Jose, you're gonna get some warm sandwiches, so you don't want that. I've never uh, seen warm sandwiches. <laughs> I'm gonna get a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm always a fan of uh, you know uh, having pizza or bringing something or buying something. Like I'll, I'm okay pizza with sandwiches. Yeah, man. I don't want to cook there and then like come back out and then my car's on fire because it didn't turn off the the charcoal off. You know. You're not doing uh, I'm right. not doing that, and that's a lot of work. Not, you're not doing it. Yeah, right. I, 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 I don't tailgate. tailgate. I go to tailgate. Go ahead. I go to tailgates, and I bring like chips or booze. I don't cook. I don't. I don't cook. I don't clean. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, you do. No, en- but, you do enough. Like you brought the booze. Right, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I, I'll bring the booze, but I, I like. I'm okay with just bring, uh, you know, Jersey mics or something easy. How are you gonna give me shit about or eating in the stadium? Uh-uh. Now you bring up Jersey Mike's because <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Mike's, I get it, and it's cold cuts. Like when with you, it's like in a Ziploc baggie or water and ice coming there because it's in the cooler. <laughs> what up, your mom <laughs> you gave me for you, bro? Huh? Dude, you don't appreciate that shit. That's old you, school, bro. Your mom gave me that with the little twenty-five cent juice, and she said, "Make sure you feed Steven. Yeah. So you know, make sure you have a little sandwich there." Hugo yeah, I don't yeah. believe yeah. you because my mom would probably would give you 25 bucks and you pocket the rest of it. You're going to fucking snippy. <laughs> sassy. You know? I've been to, I mean, you've been to, I've been to tailgates with you, actually. We went to Milwaukee uh, for, for that game up there. So we went to tailgates. Yeah, that's right. We actually go to sporting events outside the state. Um, <laughs> what, what is the, your go-to tailgate, Chicago tailgate food? Bro, after those tacos at the tailgate, tacos, man. Like, honest to God, if you could cook some tacos up right there, tacos are are the go-to. But, like, traditionally, I mean, it all depends, man. You got burgers, cool. You got brats. The traditional American grill stuff, that's pretty much what I'd be down for. Uh, I'm not... I'm not opposed to sandwiches, but you gotta have other shit. Like, you gotta have a grill present, and, like, the sandwiches have to be, like, if somebody doesn't want you know what i'm saying like somebody doesn't want to eat heavy or something like that right. or you know just somebody eats light like that that's all i'm just saying that's 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 all it is but he's all I mean, pissed off he's gonna go fucking slam he's gonna go to, he's don't gonna do call it his mom. <laughs> call his mom did you give jose 25 dollars <laughs> uh, you know he said, I, he went, he said he got a subway five dollar foot long <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree with you. I, bring the sandwiches. You know what? Those sandwiches are going to come really handy after you come out of the stadium and you're still nice and lit. That that, that, that is going to. That is a smart idea, Jose. Like, bring this. Keep the sandwiches for post game. Yep. Put them in a the cooler. Then you, boom. Then put them in a the cooler. Right. Smash. Smash. Put them in a the cooler, and that's your post game meal, so you can level out with another beer in your hand after the game is done. I'm saying, there's, there's nothing like a fucking. 730, 7 30, 7 30, 7 30, 8 a.m. burger. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like no, a, true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and a period. Like you got a burger, you got a beer, it's eight o'clock, the bears are coming. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that beats that for me. Like those are the most enjoyable times. I mean, other than outside my family. 
<laughs> like spending time with that. Yeah. No, man, I you know, I've I've been to multiple tailgates and my favorite was when I was a season to cold for the Chicago Fire. I'm not ashamed to say that just, just because I enjoyed the people that I was tailgating with. Mm-hmm. I literally had season tickets so I can go tailgate with my friends for three hours prior to a game. Mm-hmm. And then I'd show up to the game fifteen minutes in and hey, there's a soccer game, and then go back out and tailgate for another two hours. And there'd be times where the game is like at 11 a.m. and we'd get there at 8 a.m. and, you know, they're cooking uh, bacon and eggs and we have Canadian bacon and regular bacon. And some guy made um, he made French toast on, you know, on, on, on the on, what is that called? The uh, flat, the flat skillet, uh, flat top. skillet, flat top. flat top, the flat top. Not a oh. skillet. He, they did. They did have a skillet. He was, he was also making paninis. This guy was uh, paninis. He was a he was a chef. We call him Chef Greg, and this guy. Every time we went to a game, he had a different menu, and all I would say is, I would be like, "Stephen, hey, what do you need me to bring?" He'd be like, "Oh, well, give me like six pounds of arrachera and um, uh, maybe like fourteen broths." Okay, cool. And I would bring it, and he would cook it his way, and I would like happy to be like in heaven to have a chef cook for us, and we would we would have yeah. tons of drinks. And Did he everybody- a little tip jar out. Um, he got to pretty much eat for free. He should have. All, all he did was cook because everyone brought him what he needed. So right. you get the no, best. Well, you get to eat good, and it's yeah, you're paying. I mean, I, w- I would have to pay him for the time. Like he's sitting he there won- on the grill. Yeah, he got to eat, but he's like on the grill working. No, like he everybody, wanted. To. Everybody's getting <laughs> drunk. <laughs> no, no, he was right. The wedding. And no, shit. no, no. Like, he would make his special. His like he was like, this is what I want to make for this game. He would make that, and if you want to make your arachera, your burgers, your broth, then you can jump on the grill right after okay. that, and he's done. You know, he made his special, you know, menu, and then he was out, and then he was, you know, drinking, and you know, the, for me, that was great because I didn't know anybody with the Chicago Fire. I just bumped into these people, right. and then made great life lifelong friends, and I still talk to them to this day, even though the Chicago Fire really, really, really suck. I think they're lower. Lower than the than the bulls right now. We should go to a tailgate. Even though I do have work at two, we should just show up at one of these at like six o'clock. We'll do a couple shots. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we'll, we'll hang out. We'll get some video. No, I'm not kidding. I'd do and it. Well, well you 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 don't have to work, but we'll hang out. We'll get some video, and then we'll and then don't. you know what I'm saying you guys like head to the game. Like we should do that shit. Yeah. Then we get a, we can go to a bar outside uh, in that area anyway. So the West Loop. Right. Yeah, we go to um, Bandit, or sure. yeah, or Howl at the Moon, or there's one that's on Madison. So, Howl yeah. at the Moon. Yeah, it's a dive. You wouldn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's a dive. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, you go to Boulevard. I was there like on the other on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Before we go, what are you guys watching that is in sports? Uh, the new Frasier. Yeah. How is it going? First two episodes, I like it. Um, definitely needs more time to breathe. Obviously, you need to keep building characters. But I think it's I think it's on it on the right trajectory. I think it's on the right path. I like it a lot. It's um, a little nostalgic, but. You know, like I said, it's a different setting, so it's a completely new show. It's not, I mean, you have some aspects of, you know, the old show in Seattle, but it's not really, um, they're not really crossing over. You know what I'm okay. saying? It's not, it's not like a, uh, 
what's it called? Like a, a, a it's had a bunch of member berries. You know what I mean? Like just here and there, you you'll get a, you know, oh this person is involved was involved with said person. And you're like, oh oh shit, like you know. Yeah, you get references. Right, right. So that's that's pretty much it. But otherwise, I I like it. I can't wait to watch episodes three and four. And then uh, I'm rewatching Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, can't go wrong with that. Nope, can't go wrong with that. Steven, what you watching? All right, so I watched this movie. It's on Netflix, and I believe it's called Old Men or Old Dads. Old Dads. That's what it's called. I think it's called Old Dads because if you're old watching, dads. that's a different kind of show, sir. Oh, that's a different kind of site too, not on Netflix. Like, wait a minute, this is Pornhub. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. It is old favorite. dads. It is old dads. So it is. It's with Bill Burr, Bobby, uh, Canvadal. Um, it's on Netflix. It's it's really funny. It's uh, I was shown this movie. I was recommended to watch it. And uh, I'll give her credit for that. Um, and it was a great movie. It was hilarious. It was very funny. It's Bill Burr. It's I enjoyed good. it. Well, also, like, I always pointed out that I'm somewhat similar to him in some ways. Because he's an asshole and he talks like how I talk sometimes. But not on the show. Maybe I know on the weekend you could check each episode out every Monday. <laughs> well yeah or maybe not even one this week because i'm pretty spent um it's like 8 30 so okay uh, but no that's just that's been pretty much all i've been watching um getting ready for this halloween weekend you know stoked oh shit it's already the 23rd so, I, I didn't even realize it's already the 23rd halloween weekend is the mm-hmm. next coming weekend so i want to be a giant smurf so you want me to choke you till you turn blue, or what, what, how can we help you with that? No, I need you to paint me full body uh, everywhere. That, that's, up, that's up to your sister because your mom doesn't pay enough for that. Oh, well, maybe you know it's a big weekend, so you know. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, what are you watching, Jose? I went to watch at the theaters "The Killers of the Flower Moon." Uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Robert De Niro. It's a Martin Scorsese film. Three and a it's half on Apple hours. Plus for free. It is not on Apple Plus for free. I could have sworn it is. I saw it on there. But okay, okay. Anyway, go ahead. Anywho, it's a true true crime tale about oil murder and the birth of the FBI set in 1920 Oklahoma. It is a long fucking movie. Three and a half hours. And it's a his last one was an Irishman, and it was three and a half hours. That was three hours. Yeah, the Irishman was good, even though it was a slow burn. It was good. This oh, is yeah. such a slow burn, and like you already know what is going to happen ninety minutes in, and you know what the consequences are. You know, like everything. Like it just they dragged it on for three and a half hours. It was literally done in ninety minutes. Um, there's a lot of unnecessary scenes, but I guess. You know, Martin Scorsese like can do whatever scenes? the hell he wants. So uh, oh, I would yeah. say it's on a streaming platform to watch it. It's got 8.2 reviews. I still thought um, I still thought it was just a slow movie movie. A lot of people I was with, like around, like were, were falling asleep. I was up and interested because it's a cool story. 
uh, with Native Americans and how they were mistreated and been taken advantage uh, by the white man. Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some history. I didn't know reading. that. Mm. The more you know, Rainbow. Oh um, man, people blowing off fireworks here. They got nothing else to do on a Monday night. Yeah. So well, if you hear that, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, other than that's that, random. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> other than that, I've been watching, just rewatching, you know, old Humble shows. Park and, for you. Uh, nothing. Huh? A humble park for you? No. Uh, no, I said it's humble park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's that's a normal thing. All right, I I've got nothing else. Anything else you guys uh, want to talk about before you get off your chest while we're in this therapy session? I'm no, good. You're good, Steven? No, um, I, I I'll I'll text you guys off air, but uh, I might have some plans on, on Sunday night. I know Ivan, you probably work, so if you want to keep your buzz going on. Um, I'll let you guys know. All right. Sounds All right. good. Sounds good. All right, y'all. That's it's that's it for today. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to our guest, uh, our guest host, and our guest that we got uh this week. Um <laughs> the man with the most famous bear cave, Josh Havens. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Hopefully, you can come on more often. You're awesome, and thank you for all the hospitality. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago. Use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at the checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Get your shirts now. Uh, as Steven said, you can catch his show. It is called the No Water on the Weekend with Steven and Sean and Pop Culture Forward Podcast that dabbles in funny, trivial film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes weekly. Look at that. Right. See how I changed that? Yeah, it's weekly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Shout yep. Edge, serious beats and custom made for the beats we played on the audio version of today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. You can find us on Facebook, IG, and reach out to us on our email. Want to hear from you? Reach out to us at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. Uh, you can find Ivan where? Hey, you can find me at uh, IvanV underscore TTNL on X. You can also find me tomorrow night, 7.30 Central Time, 8.30 Eastern on another Bear Show. Just look up the Tape Never Lies Network on youtube you can go ahead and find me there um gonna talk some more bears man that's what i do so i love to love to do so talking more bears giving you a or giving you a uh a breakdown (laughs) of what's what's to come next week against the chargers and definitely uh you know cutting up some interviews and breaking some of the uh breaking some of the stuff down that the coaches say that are could be either bs or you know legit because majority of the times it's a bunch of bullshit that they give you but 100%. 100%. Yeah, should be fun. Uh, can you post on two YouTubes at the same time? Can I post on two you? What do you mean? Two YouTube channels at the same time? Probably not, right? Um, I don't know. I don't see why not. Okay. Well, if you want, you can post it on the 606 Media. See if you can get some more viewers there. Yeah. I'll traction. Yeah. Yeah. Traction there. Yeah. For sure. All right, Stephen, where can they find you and your uh, obnoxious uh, post? Uh, yeah, you could find No One on the Weekend on Instagram, but Weekend is spelled W-K-N-D. Um, you know, Jose's been filling in. Uh, Sean, I feel like he's been gone for three weeks, yeah. feels like. Um, it's now eight to two. Sorry, eight to two. No, that's cool. Uh, Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. 
Don't stop believing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking song. Uh, it's funny that you're, ta- you're taunting Jose with it, but I just... Ugh. I know. I get the chills every time, and I want to go throw up a little bit, but, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. And uh, thanks for listening, uh, everyone, for uh, being here for <laughs> Chicago Sports. I'm, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm Big Z. Thank you to Ivan and Steven. Uh, We'll see you next time for episode 167. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. A few moments later. The Bears are what we thought they were. What what we thought they were. Um, You know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. best friends yep you have a lot of incest that's real shut your mouth lover boy nature versus nurture lodge nature always wins i think he's on steroids hasta luego amigos that's all i shouldn't have those artichokes i'll eat that poppers thanks cubs